Welcome to another edition of Showtime with Poop. Insightful BS with my Laker teammates and NBA legends. And you know what? Uh, uh, we bring you some out-of-the-box people here. And today our special guest, and I'm really, really anxious to hear her story. I've read a little bit on it, is Chantel Green with her book, Mastermind. And I, I, I don't want to say this, Chantel. Welcome, first of all. I don't want to say this from rags to riches or nothing to something, but there's always a backstory that we have, even as athletes, on how we uh, get to our, our apex, our pinnacle. And yours is very, very interesting. Uh, welcome, Chantel. Thank you for having me. What was it like growing up for you? And again, the people that haven't gotten the book or read the book, please get it. She's going to tell you some more about it. And at the end of our segment here, she's going to tell you where to get it. But just growing up, uh, you were from Baltimore. Yes. Up in the tough streets. I'm from California. It's not all roses out here and, and candy. I had a tough life too. A single parent, grew up with my grandmother. That's a whole story. But your story is very intriguing. Give us a little bit of backside. Thank you. So I was a child. I had a regular childhood. My mother was a registered nurse and she suffered a back injury, which turned into a heroin addiction. Wow. So I was 14 and my grandmother was my world. I'll tell you, you know, them grandmothers, they your world. She was my world. So I came home one day from school. I never forget it was an eviction notice on the door. And one thing about me, I never wanted to hurt my grandmother. So I took the eviction notice. I called the landlord. The landlord told me she $3,000 in a hole. I was 14 years old. So I had an uncle that was a drug dealer. I couldn't tell my grandmother. So I thought about it for a couple days. I called the landlord. He was just rude. I'll never forget. He was like, your mother owes $3,000. And if you don't have it, she getting put out. So I was like, my mother get put out. That's going to kill my grandmother. If my grandmother found out my mother's a heroin addict, that's going to kill her even worse. Because it was all about my grandmother. So I became a drug dealer. At 14? At 14. Now, uh, what kind of drugs were you doing? Was it weed, crack? I was cocaine? selling morphine. Morphine. Straight, mo straight morphine. But I also remained a straight A student. And that's the amazing part about your story is that all those trials and tribulations, you still, and for us athletes, we call it student athletes because that was our thing. So I guess it would be, uh, student street for you because again you exactly. remained that good academic student but you had to make that other part of it work which was in the street for you so i i wound up taking care of my mother i'll never forget the landlord came i owed them three thousand dollars i paid them for the year wow. wow and i should have stopped but i know as an athlete you know that money addiction just yep. just it just just keep you going, go keep you thriving. And I mean, that's your way of uh, making uh, ends meet, so to say. Right. And I just got so addicted to the lifestyle. You know, I seen different times my mother was one of the prostitutes. I actually seen her getting in somebody's car. Uh -huh. I didn't want my grandmother to know she was getting high. So I got her high, kept her in the house, paid all her bills at 14. I became her mother. 
You know, Chantel, and that's some of the cases that a lot of kids have, young kids, is when their mothers are strung out on certain things, or drugs or dope, whatever like that, is that you eventually, the kids become the parents. And sometimes that makes us grow up a little bit faster. But there's a quote that you have that I just love it, man. Your quote is, you can't control the cards you're dealt, but you absolutely can, can control how you play them. My slogan, my slogan is, if it is to be, it's up to me. But I love that one there. And the cards you were dealt, you just played them the way that they came they to you. You got to play them the way they come to you. So I just, um, like I said, I took care of my mother. I housed her, got her high, went to school. Then she had a nerve to have a son. I just took care of everybody. But it was more so, I got so addicted to the lifestyle. Um, I remember going into the Benz dealer, buying a Benz straight cash. I didn't have nobody to put the car's name in. I actually how, <laughs> how old were you then? My first car, yeah. I was 15. 15? 15 with no license. You rolling with that kind of money, cash I money? Was, I, I, you know, it comes so fast. You don't get to count it. People say, well, how much would you make it? I don't know. You know, it comes and it, it goes. But um, I had every Benz they ever sold. Every Benz they ever sold, I had before the age of 19. Now, you said your mom had a child, a sibling, so you only have a younger brother? I have a younger brother. Um, basically, my grandmother raised him, but uh -huh. he was born drug addicted, and he wound up having renal failure. He had to get um, a kidney transplant. He's doing fine. That's good. Um, he just graduated from college. So, You know what? Through all that that you went through, I know there had to be some shining moments that your, 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 your mom told you. Is there one thing? That your not your grandmother, but your mom. One thing that your mom said to you that made a difference that you hold dear to the, to today. I remember because eventually my mom caught AIDS. Um, she was dying, and you know, time went past, and that money got so to my head that I neglected my mom. Because by then, my grandmother found out. Um, on her deathbed, she told me she knew what I was doing the whole time it was her fault and it changed my life wow and I changed and she was so um I thought she was so gone mentally but she had an insurance policy prepared for when she died to get me out the streets wow you know what Chantel um did basketball or sports or anything like that ever pop up and you, okay, maybe let me take this exit or, you know, go that route. Okay. You know what? Muggsy Bogues is my husband's first cousin. So <laughs> first cousin. Muggsy, is uh, Nick, is he the second or the, the first <laughs> littlest guy in the NBA? I know Muggsy Bogues. He is, is the first. first. He is the first. Three, whole, man. You didn't get shorter than that. Trust me. My, husband, whole, my husband's whole family is short. <laughs> Even my husband is short. Well, that goes to show you that they height ain't, look alike. ain't nothing to do with height to play basketball yeah. or sports. They they all look alike. Okay. So, so did you think about taking that route? Um, I was so addicted to that money. You know, um, now I realize it, it, it can be the root of all evil. I don't value it anymore. But I was so addicted to the jewelry, the traveling, the cars. You know, people looked at me like I was God. Were you ever afraid? I mean, in the drug deal, man, you've got to be afraid. I done been shot. 
I got my bullet. Uh, can I get my I still got my bullet in my arm. Can you see it? Wow, I see a little bit, yeah. Right there. Chantel, when I laugh, I'm laughing with you, not at you. Because I can laugh about it now. Yeah. Um, I done been shot. I done been stabbed. My best friend set me up. I looked in her mouth. She didn't see me there. And she said, why didn't y'all kill her? Uh, my wow. daughter's father was killed in front of my daughter. I owed my father stole so much of my drugs. The Jamaicans wanted to kill me. My grandmother had to refinance a house. I had a life. That's action. Go ahead, Nick. You can use it. That's action. You know, you got your constantly yeah, blood pumping. And you get addicted to the adrenaline as well as the money, I would imagine. You know, you the adrenaline of a... And then everybody looking at you like you had this guard complex. And anywhere I go, you know, the doors open and everybody knew who I was. And, you know, it, it's, it's a mental thing. I understand it because, I mean, it's still like that today. I, I was going to add before you go, Cooper, looking at today, you bring up today, the crime rate in our cities, the oh, drugs. God. Talk to us about that a little bit because it's on the news every day. You know, it's a whole different generation. It's a little different. You know, during my time, I'll be 50 in September, but during my time, you know, life was a little, a lot more valuable. And I think today people don't value life. It's, it's, it's so painful because back then you killed if it was absolutely necessary, you mess with somebody's mother, you mess with somebody, you know, the, the real stuff. Now, I mean, it's, it's a different world out here. There seems to be a sense <laughs> of like hopelessness, like hopelessness to it. Exactly. And in <laughs> my town, they killing female police like crazy. Chantel, these young people now are dangerous, man. They off the chain. <laughs> Uh, and I'm not going to ask you anything. Uh, uh, did you ever have to hurt anybody? Uh, um, I, I had to plead. <laughs> you already answered. You already said enough. I'm going to plead the fifth on that. Uh, so as you go from 14, 15, 16, 17, and you start maturing, becoming a young lady, did that, did, I mean, and like you said, the money was so addicting, but did the, and I guess that lifestyle. That's another part of it that you go out. Like you said, people are treating you like, uh, what was your nickname? Queen of Morphine? I think Queen that was your nick one of your nicknames. Queen Finn. Yep. Queen, Queen, Finn. Okay. Queen Finn. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And when did you shake that? Um, didn't really shake it. You know, the more money come your way, the more you get, the more you spend. I started getting to the point where I had multiple apartments, multiple cars. I'm still in high school. Actually, I'm, I was a Dunbar poet, if you know anything about Dunbar. So no. I was in the basketball. I used to go to the games. Yeah, yeah. But, um, Dunbar High. Yep, you know, Sam Cassell. 
That's mm -hmm. my year. Uh, wasn't that Adrian Dantley? I think he was another one with the jump bar. When yeah. I when I graduated, it was Sam Cassell. He okay. was, I think was the only one made it in the NBA. Cause I'm a little after Lynn Bias, but he died, and I'm way after Muggsy. So hey, you know what? So I tell Lynn Bias, and since you bring him up, I mean, I okay. love that young man. I mean, so he got drafted by the Celtics, and it took one bad night. And I'm going to ask you about this as far as. Uh, since you're changed from uh, in the underworld to you being in the fourth 500 now, but I say this and Nick and I, Nick's a Boston Celtic guy. Hate them. Hate him. <laughs> what? Yeah. But that's what keeps our rivalry alive. I'm with the Los Angeles. Keeps the NBA alive. <laughs> yeah. If Lynn Bias and you know God rest in peace, Lynn, because I loved him and I know one of his friends, close friends, Adrian Branch, had he been able to get to the Boston Celtics, I probably would have, I won five championship rings. Chantel. I see. I probably would have less championships because if you could have got him, Larry Bird, Robert Parrish, and Kevin McHale together, and then you could have threw in any other scrub, and I'm not calling Dennis Johnson scrub, but you could have put another piece with them. They would have been lethal. But And then uh, Reggie Lewis, Coop, we got yeah. two, a year yeah. or two later, Reggie comes in two just tragedies in, in Boston, having lost Lewis and Bias. Len Bias, how good was he? I mean, I'd never seen him other than on film. He was good. I just heard the stories. He was good. Yeah, good. Uh, better than Cat Sam Cassell. I'm going to let you know that, Shot. <laughs> don't, don't play with my high school alumni now. I know. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so, Shotel, when did you make the switch from being a drug dealer to entrepreneur? The day that my Oh, well, Actually, I was forced into the switch. It was God. I got uh -huh. God in my life now. That's right. Uh, I, I never actually got time for drug dealing. I got time for letting someone hold my car, and they robbed a bank. Wow. I was in school, and I could have proved that I was not there. But we have a no snitching policy in Baltimore yep. back then, so I had to eat it. So I went to courts and I was actually offered, offered 15 years. And I had a great lawyer. I always spent a lot on lawyers. I had the best, best, best lawyers. And uh, my lawyer brought in front of the judge about my mother's last breaths and the fact that I remained an A student. I never missed a day out of school since kindergarten. I had perfect attendance to this day. I've never missed a day from school. So my lawyer brought that to the judge's attention. My sentence was to go to jail Monday to women. I had to go in Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. I get out Sunday. I went to college Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. I had to finish college in order to get out of jail. See how God works in our life? Yes. You know, uh, he, he took you that route to where he needed you to be. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports contests and events with first to market odds and lines. Find reviews, news of every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information from live in-game betting, props, and futures. 
Head to Bet Online today or use your mobile device and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code CLNS50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. You're listening to Showtime with Coop. Insightful BS with my Laker teammates, NBA legends, and we got Chantel Green in here. Uh, she is a magnificent lady, proud, proud woman now who has just changed her life from upside, I mean, from downside to upside. And Chantel, we're at what I call Coop's lightning round. I'm going to ask you about five people, and you okay. can tell me a little bit or, or as much as you want to about these people, okay? Now, okay. I'm going to throw you on this first one, okay? You ready? I don't know now. John Liddy Jones. John Liddy Jones? Big drug dealer in, in Baltimore. Oh, Liddy. Yeah. Don't say to John. Say okay. Liddy. <laughs> hey, I don't, don't know him like that. So I'm just going to use governments. <laughs> Liddy. Uncle Liddy. Liddy. Guess what? Liddy Jones told me everything I know. That's what made me stay in school. All That's right, what I heard that. inspired me to stay in school. Uh, Matthew Knowles. Oh, that's my guy, Beyonce. For mm -hmm. I did his podcast. That's all you got to say. Well, Matthew is—he's mm, a good person, far as what I know. I never really met him personally. I did his podcast. He has a lot of informative information. I can say that. Okay. What do you know about Liddy Jones? Wait a minute. Listen, I do my research. <laughs> you think that's why I'm pretty good at this? I no. do. But we're going to leave it at that, okay? And let me find out. <laughs> uh, Michael Jordan. Oh, Michael Jordan. That's the Duncan King. I love Mike J. You know what? I'm darker than he is. Yeah. Oh, you 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 show up too now. Uh, well, anyway, but my tongue don't hang out as much as his used to do. I'm anyway. Sorry. You still show up. <laughs> the late Kobe Bryant. Oh, sad case. Great player. And last but not least... Sam Cassell. Come on, Dunbar Poet, my alumni. A <laughs> little bit of basketball, Chantel, okay? Okay, uh, let's go. A fan of in today's game. What what team? What team are you a fan of oh, in today's it's game? It's a little different. I, actually, I'm going to always love the Lakers, believe it or not. And I want everybody, our listeners, to know that I did not pay her. She's not getting extra money on the table. <laughs> no, he did. The check is in the mail. <laughs> the I'm always love the Lakers. Like, the Lakers are, I mean, they old school. I grew up off of them. And LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what do you think of his contract he just got? He assigned a two-year extension, $97.1 What do you think of that? Mm. I'm in the wrong line of business. <laughs> uh, what do you think of uh, Golden State Warriors, Steph Curry? You like him? Oh yeah, I like him. He's doing he's doing great. Okay. Uh, Nick. What Nick? No, 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 Nick. Nick. No, yeah, you can see oh, what happened to me so far. I'm not this conversation. <laughs> my Nick. Oh, that Nick. <laughs> oh my goodness. Look, he threw no. Liddy Jones out to me. I'm a little... You're all flustered. <laughs> Listen, I'm a, I do my homework, and I'm a little bit from the street. I can give you some more, but we ain't going to get deep into that area because we're not in that area no more. That's right. We gone. We're about making that positive. Away. You know he passed away anyway. Did he? Yeah, I'm he died. I'm sorry to hear that. Okay. Well, see, that's how far out the game I am. 
Wow. But Chantel, now you're a nurse? A nurse. Yes. Why nursing? I love, I'm going to be honest, my passion is the elderly. Once I see my mother suffering, and then once my grandmother aged, I gave her fun. Like, I took care of my grandmother. If if I got anything out of husband, I gave my grandmother the best life. So I love that before she passed away, she had fun. We went to the casino every weekend. And we had fun. That's what she loved to do. And I was glad that I was able to give her that casino time. So I opened up an adult medical daycare. And the same fun I give my grandmother, I give to everybody else. I love the elderly population. Do you visit there uh, often? My my adult daycare? Yeah. I, I go as much as I can, but trust me, they all have my phone number and they call me for Newport cigarettes, $5, $10. And guess what? I give it to him. Chantel, you know what? I, I, really, our stories are, are the same. I, my mom was a nurse. She was an LVN. Wow. Uh, one of the, her claim to fame, she used to tell me about the late Raymond Burr. Uh, she used to take care of him when he was older. She would always come home and tell me stories about him. But I was raised by my grandmother. And uh, we used to call her Big Mama because my grandmother was 6'5". And that's where I get my height from. Right. And she uh, had 10 kids. They all had kids. So I grew up in a family of like 17. And uh, real quick story about me, Chantel, because I was starting to take that route to do the bad things is that I went to stores. I was going to, we wanted to smoke. So I went to steal some cool cigarettes. And this is what changed my life. We steal the cools. I run out the back and I'm running. I try to jump over this wall. And this white guy came out. He pulled me back that works there. And one thing he said to me, he had me by the back of my neck and he was taking me to the back. And he says, you know what? You niggas will never be anything. Excuse the word, N-word. But he said, you'll never. And that's what changed my life. My uncle came down there and got me, gave me the beating of my life. I had never stole anything else. And again, basketball was my vehicle. So I feel you, dear. I feel you. The route that we take, again, it may not seem right. Very religious family. God don't put too much on your shoulders that you can't handle. But you know what? He's going to take you the way he needs you to go to become that person you are now becoming. You are absolutely spectacular. Anything else you want to tell us? I'm just working, building my corporation. I have the largest home care company in Maryland. And I'm just, you know, trying to be peaceful. I give back to the community. I do everything for the kids. Whatever I did, I sure gave a lot back. There you go. Uh, Tell us about your book, Work Where We Can Get It, and other things you got going on. So my book is called Mastermind 12 Years Later. Uh, The reason why it's called 12 Years Later, when I first released my book, I was forced by Baltimore City Police to take it off the market. So after the police got indicted, I rewrote the book again. You got to explain that. What do you mean they they forced you to take it off the market? Um, during my day of hustling, a lot of police was up on payroll. I didn't release that in my book, but they thought that I would because they knew I knew. So they start, they raided my grandmother's house. They made her have a heart attack. They raided my stepmother's house. They threw her fur coats in the bathtub. So they was just targeting my family. They couldn't find me because I never lived where I hustle. I always lived like in the suburb, you know, suburban areas. 
Um, so they just targeted my family. One of the officers told me that if I um if I didn't take the book off the market, the next time my grandmother would have more than a heart attack. An officer told you that? Yes. Wow. Okay. What year was this? How many years ago? Uh, this was probably about 20, 25 years no, ago. No, you're not that old. You can't be 20 years ago. I'll really? be 50. So wait a minute. So you really did fight everything to get to where you are today, both the police, the government, your friends, your peers, the neighborhood. And I'm the still now. Now I think I'm too big for what I'm doing. Now I got the state and the government always coming for me. It's say, like say that again. I said now I think in healthcare, my business started out small, then it grew, and then I start open up opening up more businesses and. I just think I got too big, as they say. I wasn't my business shouldn't have grown this big. Now I'm targeted by the state. I'm targeted by the federal government. So, I mean, but I, I learned to fight. You know, I just beat them with lawyers. I I don't say a word. That's oh. the key. Let them do the talking. Chantel, we love you. We here supporting you. Coop Showtime Podcast 21. We'd love to have you on again. Uh, I need you, the next time I call on you, I need you to know a little bit more about the Lakers other than just LeBron because there were more people. There was Michael Cooper. There was Magic Johnson. There was Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. There was you. There was Magic Johnson. What were you? Y'all had, um, what was the three? Worthy. Um, worthy. No, listen. No, 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 no. Let me, let me get y'all. Cooper, <laughs> Magic, and Norm. Don't play with me. Norm. Cooper, <laughs> Magic, and Norm. The furriest three. And what? They were the best backcourt maybe in history. Those three. Chantel, we love you, sweetheart. We're gonna be back here for you, and I hope you come on again. We want to thank you so much for being part of the show, and we're gonna be supporting you any way we can, dear. Thank you. Okay, have a wonderful day and keep doing what you do. Cause you oh. know what? You don't look fifty, and if I wasn't married, you have you. Hey, hey, Cooper Luke would be flying <laughs> to Baltimore if trying to catch you. <laughs> so, and make sure they get my book off of Amazon. Is Mastermind Twelve Years Later? Mastermind on a statistic determinative die winner Twelve Years Later. All right, there the you have it. There. The link is in the description, Coop, for your listeners okay. and viewers who will see. They can we go for just a book, right? By clicking. Thank yeah, you, Sean. I love you, dear. Take care of yourself, sweetie. I was Okay. Norm, magic, and Coop, baby. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.